everyone! Welcome to the studio. You're live on Reverend Tashi's Talks. Thank you so much for joining me. If this is your first time, a warm welcome to you. I'm your host, Reverend Tashi Campbell. It is always my pleasure to remind you that a good God can do great things in your life. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to those who are in studio. It is so good to see you. Good night, good night. I see Ocean saying good night. Well, our talk today is about relationships, the challenges of the single Christian. Mm -hmm. You may need a tall glass of orange juice because we are in for a treat. My co-host is in the house. Hi, Wayne. Oh, hi, Tashi. <laughs> How are you? Uh, I'm beating water tonight. No orange juice for me. <laughs> Too acidic. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But, no uh, but I'm good otherwise, and uh, it's my pleasure to be with you as usual. And uh, let me also welcome your live studio audience. Yes, they are early and we are talking about relationships. I just want to say that we'll be talking about relationships next week too. So, okay. you know, next week, hopefully we'll have some persons talking about their own story. But tonight we want to talk about the challenges of the single Christian. All right. So hands down. There are so many single Christians in church. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the women first, because there are a few men too. But let's talk about the women first. There are some women around, we would consider them just by physical appearance and what we know about them. You know, they, they, they put themselves together and, and they, they look the part. They look fairly, you know, decent. They have good jobs and, you know, women. There are so many women in church who are desirous of marriage. They are yearning for marriage partners, but they seem to be getting discouraged in the process. What's what's going on? What do you think? Are what do you think are the challenges that exist? What's what's going on, Wayne? I want to hear a man's perspective on this. Well, um, the challenges are, are many, I would imagine. But I think one of the main challenges, there are few men in the church. For some reason, over the years, men, most men don't see the need to be in church. They don't see the need to surrender their lives to Christ. So few men are in church. And then the few men, uh, the competition is great for the few men. Additionally, over the years, women have become more accomplished. Women have, um, women have outpaced men, and I'm speaking in a Jamaican context, 
women have outpaced men in terms of education, uh, careers. Uh, women have become more independent. And that, uh, that frightens, that scares a lot of men. So they don't necessarily uh, want to get involved with women who are independent. I know some men like to control women and an educated, career-wise woman who's independent is not likely to be controllable. So that's one of the reasons um, a lot of single women are in the church. Because, so men not, they're not sufficient men. Women um, have surpassed men in many regards. And uh, that's all I can think of right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so is it that women should, is it that women should not, I mean, I think, so women are educated, but if the men are just going to now be, if men are going to be intimidated by an educated woman, then what should the women do? Like, how can, how can we sort this out? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't seem very, it doesn't seem very. Uh, encouraging because well, um, it's not um, it's not the women's fault that they're um, that they're educated it's just that over the years the the powers that be um, government agencies uh, civil society agencies uh, in an in the effort to to get women to afford women the rights that they were denied they they push the narrative of women bettering themselves, improving themselves. And somewhere along the line, so the, the men have, have perhaps been left behind because there wasn't a similar push in, um, in their direction. So you have this imbalance between the quality of men and the quality of women. And then the church in the church context, now you don't have a lot of men go, um, who are seeing church and Christianity as a necessity. Oh, and, okay. And then you know that time um, the church, the Christian doctrine, uh, preaches against uh, people becoming unequally yoked. That's true. So you don't have um, a lot of men in the church, and then the ones that do come into the church, they um, they might there might be some aspect of incompatibility between the women and the men. So, well, and, and let's, let's look at the flip side of that now, because the men, there are some men who are in church single, and they are of marriageable age and so on, but I've met, a, I've met and spoken with a few men who say that it is just as difficult for them, whether we agree or not, but they say it's just as difficult for them, these are Christian men, to mm -hmm. find Christian ladies, you know, to, 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 to be their wives. How would you respond I, to such a claim? I find that, uh, I find that uh, hard to believe because um, with the scarcity of men in the church and um, I don't wish to be disrespectful, but um, if one were to say quality men, because a friend of mine says that um, the pickings are slim. So with, um, with that situation, I would think that any man who is of a sufficient standard, he would have 10, 15 women vying for his affections. 
Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. <laughs> but let's <laughs> but let's I want to I want to throw I I want to throw in the discussion the fact that I, I think personally I think that after a man because I think there are so many options for men in the church who really want to settle down and get married. But I think after a man passes a certain age and he has never been married, um, and even if he talks about finding a wife, I'm thinking that uh, what sometimes, this is not all the time, but sometimes it's a, they, they may have trust issues. They may have been in relationships in the past and I'm talking about some of the factors now that might affect the challenges that the single Christians face. They may have been in relationships in the past that didn't work out and yes. the hurt from those breakups were not properly yeah. dealt with. And mm. so even though they are desirous of a new relationship that would lead to marriage, there is still some reservation about giving my all, about being vulnerable and open in another relationship, so to speak. So over time, they get closed up. And persons, if you get to know them, they, they just give you a, a, a surface knowledge of themselves because of those issues that they may have with trust. Sometimes it's a case of not being confident in their ability to be a, a husband within the Christian context where they have to be priests of the household and, and that kind of thing, you know? And, and I find that uh, sometimes men will talk about wanting a woman who is spiritually more mature than they are because they want somebody to pull them up. But then when they meet such a person, they become intimidated because they are thinking, well, you know. And so there is there is something that's going on because even the women, maybe they can really be less intimidating too. But, you know, what, what do you think? Because I, I find that uh, some men will have those concerns. What do you think are some of the factors? Yeah, go ahead. Well, indeed, um, what you have just stated is correct. Um, insecurity plays a, a significant role. Uh, the expectations of um, a husband, the Christian expectations, some men may not be feel that they are up to it, that they can meet the expectations. Uh, past, hurt, or, uh, past hurt some previous relationships. All of those things can factor in. But I just think, I think most each human being was designed to want um, companionship. So even those who have been hurt, I think they're still desirous of um, companionship. And I think both parties, male and females, perhaps just have to try to... What is it that you want out of a relationship? What is it that you want out of a marriage? Uh, I think maybe some sometimes too much of what is happening out in the secular world has, has um, creeped into the church. And if a man isn't perhaps earning a certain uh, salary, if he doesn't have a certain job, if he doesn't um, have a certain title, he might not become attractive to, to uh, women in the church. And on the flip side, 
the women who are um, at a certain level in their careers, men are intimidated, are intimidated by them because they're, they, they are come across as more intelligent. They're independent, so the man can't boss it over them or they will not put stuff. They're more assertive. Okay. And in a Jamaican context, I find that most Jamaican men like women who they can dominate. Oh, okay. And um, if the, the modern Christian woman in Jamaica now is not just being Holy Ghost filled and baptized and, and singing in church choir, in they're, they're making their way in the field of business, education, any area of life you can name. So these women are not docile, stand-by-your-man type women. They're, oh, they're, okay. they're demanding. They're demanding um, high standards, and unfortunately, some men just can't reach up to the high standards. Well, we're going to talk about if there's a place for either the the man or the woman to lower their standard just a little bit. We we'll talk about that. I see a comment in the studio chat where Lady Wren is saying that some of the men may be insecure or unstable because they would like to be protector and provider, but their incomes and status may not be at the place where they would like it to be. And that is true. There are some men who do not pursue relationship in a very serious way because they don't feel that they are at the place yet. Like, you know, in terms of maybe they are between jobs or, you know, so they are trying to secure that. And, and, and you know, sometimes they really do struggle. And, and yeah. I, I, can, I think I can appreciate a man who understands what his role should be and recognizes that he's not quite there. So he's not going to get emotionally entangled with someone, lead them on, and then set them up for disappointment. Yeah. So I can I can appreciate I can appreciate that too, but let's talk about some other factors with the women. Is could it be that our women are too picky? So you know, no man is ever good enough for them. So you know, when the men come, they 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 just say no, not that one. They're always looking for something better, and so they miss out. Well, I'm sure you have um, some women who fit on that description. But as a man who like intelligent, assertive, confident women, I don't think the women need to lower them standard. I think the men need to rise to the occasion. Just like how women, right. just like how some the women made the sacrifice to upgrade themselves and improve themselves, I think men need to start doing that too. I don't think women should lower their standards. Mm-hmm. I think they need to step up. Man has a role to play and he needs to um, get himself properly prepared to play the role. And I see someone else here, not someone else, another comment in the chat saying that sometimes it's not that it's not that women, Christian women, are not willing to stand by their men. Mm-hmm. They will stand by the man and sometimes they, they are willing to go alongside them and help to pull them up encourage them to further their education, help them with their businesses and so on. And after doing all of that and investing all your time and your prayers 
and their effort, they turn around and choose somebody else. And that is true. But see, I look at um, I look at uh, a relationship, not, not, not marriage, you know, if you're dating somebody, to me, it's like an investment. And if you're familiar with investments, everybody who invests expect a return on the investment in, the, in, the, in that. If you put in $50, you, you don't want to get back. At the very least, you want to get back 50 but you'd rather get back 100 150 200 right? So right. if you invest 50 and the return you're getting is 30 that means your investment has um, depreciated, of course you're going to be hurt. So I agree with Lady Ren. Some women are really into the like a man who's not really quiet at my level yet I'm going to work with him until he reach my level because there are, there are countless examples and it happens on both sides, male and female. Countless examples where people help each um, their partner, their wife, their husband, to upgrade themselves. And then one day you wake up and you're not good enough for them again. And just cut and find somebody new. So that's a real risk. But just like investment, when a relationship has an element of risk. True. And True. suppose um, that it can happen. Well, so we see that we see the challenges. the The challenges for for the single Christian in the church is that the women are finding it very hard to find good eligible bachelors. Eligible, you know, meaning, and you know, they don't have to even be equally educated, but educated to a standard that they can function responsibly in a relationship and in the society. And, yeah, uh, you know, their relationship with the Lord should be one that is growing. They don't even have to be equally spiritually mature, but True. they should be on the path. Of, they, they should be growing. They should be in a dynamic relationship with the Lord Jesus where you can see that they are growing, you know? Right. And, and the, 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 the disparity between... Uh, their levels of spiritual maturity shouldn't be very wide either, or at least mm -hmm. uh, the, 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 the desire that they have for growing and, uh, you know, in the Lord, because that too can pose a challenge if uh, there are other factors at play. So, the, and then we have far more women in church than there are men. And in any local congregation, most local congregations within our Jamaican context, when you enter the congregation, you will see more women there. The men who are there are usually taken already or they're yeah. too young. So there's a gap because we have young men in the church. Maybe we have some teenagers and up to maybe say 23, 24 25 maybe but after 25 they disappear and then with the, the next age in eligibility so to speak that we see might be somewhere in the late 40s and these persons probably would have been married already or you know at least once and and so on uh -huh. and right some of them may have been divorced so you know, the, so that's the challenge. The pickings are small, as you mentioned, Wayne, for the, the single. The pickings are slim. Right, they are slim. They are slim. 
Right, know? right. <laughs> and then we see the single man, you know, in, in the church, not getting married. And none of the ladies in the church are, you know, maybe, I, I don't know, but they don't, I don't know what's going on there. But I think, and then sometimes there are so many in the church who have been, who have dated every single woman in the church. And, you know, because of the position that they're now in where everybody knows, you know, that maybe there is someone, but that person would be like, okay, am I going to just be another one of your dates, so to speak? So even the way we conduct our personal and private life as a Christian too can impact what's going on in the local church setting. Indeed. And you spoke about um, the, the variance, the differences in the level of spirituality. It is, a, it is perhaps a sad reality that in some, in some churches, some denominations, you find that women are more spiritually in tune and they're more, their level of spiritual growth is much deeper than the men. Sometimes I get the impression that some men in church, but they're not really too, you know, the church thing more than so, you know. So them, it's just a Sunday morning thing and perhaps that because um, for whatever reason, they're there, but they're not really too... Really, well, we're not too much studying and a spiritual growth thing. So, if, if the women and a lot of women now in the church know them really deep into the, the scriptures and growing spiritually, you have a, a problem there because the, 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 the ladies who want a husband now is going to be the spiritual head of the household. And if mm-hmm. she figured that the man can't perform that role, so perhaps right away she might just strike him off the, the list of potential suitors. All right. We need to now. we need to talk about options. We need to talk about options. In all of yeah. what's going on here, what are the options that single men and women have? You know, so so let's say, you know, you look around your church and that nobody, there's nobody who appeals to you, nobody who you think is, you know, should you just continue to just pray that the Lord will send someone from abroad or from another denomination or something like that, you know, just pray and keep praying that the Lord will answer your prayers. Well, I, that is an option and a very good option. I don't have any problem with that option because if it's if the Lord is willing, he will answer your prayer. But as to the options, I believe that the the population or the, the potential the potential uh, husbands or wives for Christians is the un, uh, is the church worldwide. Yes. So, right. So your search doesn't have to be restricted to your own local congregation. It doesn't have to be restricted to your own denomination. I mean, there are some qualifications there because... Right, doctrinal agreement must right, be and stuff there. Like yes, but once all of those are, those are satisfied, your search, your, 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 your potential pool of um, potential mates is not Increased. restricted. Yes, right. because it's, it's the worldwide community of Christians 
it's there. You, you, you can, you, you're not going to be unequally yoked in that setting. So once they born again, they believe in Jesus Christ, they're baptized and they're serving the Lord. Yeah, they're eligible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, so, how do we, how, so now we have to talk about how do we connect with those who are in other who are in other parts of the world and outside of one's local church, you know, and we, an option that uh, many Christians within our context, it's not very popular in Jamaica, at least not that people will talk about, but Jamaicans have been a part of that platform is to consider online dating. But before you go down that line, I say Lady (laughs) Rennie mentioned our message. I have a messenger that has me cracking up. But Lady Red is saying, have met a guy who could not even pray. I liked him and he was a Christian for years. I asked him to pray with me and he gave me a gentle Jesus week on my prayer. Very cliche and I was turned off. <laughs> so Lady Red, Lady Red wants a man who can storm the throne of God and go to hell and, and take back what, what the enemy has stolen. Lady Ren wants a man who can pray. Not, yeah, but not necessarily, uh, you don't have to be a prayer warrior, but definitely somebody who knows more than gentle Jesus, meek and mild. Definitely right. somebody who, that is a very, that is basic. I, I mean, a baby's thing that, you know. All right. So that's, anyway, that's back to Lady Ren. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so she had to Online dating yeah, is something that dating. Christians can consider. There are Christian dating websites. It's not any and anywhere that, you know, any and any website that you would go to, but there are Christian dating websites that maybe maybe that's something to consider, to pray about, because again, you know, you would meet Christians in other parts of the world, maybe even in your own country. Indeed. And I think, um, okay, the fact that we have online Christian online Christian online dating platforms is is testimony to the fact that this thing of singleness and inability to find suitable partners, husbands and wives in your local church or your your own country that is it's it's uh, it's international that somebody some group of Christians saw the need that this thing is so serious that the, let us go online and widen the uh, the potential pool. Right. So it's right. A, yeah, so it's an it's a, it's a international thing. So, yeah, I think uh, people can avail themselves of, the, of those uh, opportunities. Right. Um, I think so, but, too. So. Yeah. so that's something for, for, for persons to consider. You can, you know, as Christians, you can check that out. And while we're talking about that, sometimes, you know, Christians don't really have a social life. So mm-hmm. they're home, they go to church, they don't greet anybody after church, they go back home. And if they go to work or school, they, you know, it's pretty much set where they're going. Yeah. They, they don't, mm-hmm. make, they're not deliberate about, you know, their social circle, so to speak. So sometimes, you know, just be open to meeting other people, visiting other local congregations as well, and and looking around. Open your eyes and look. Concerts, attend concerts, Christian concerts. Have a lot of, if you depending on your age, 
age group. You have lots of people who um, are attending Christian concerts. Um, you have um, Youth for Christ, depending on your age again. And you have other, yeah, you have a, uh, some Christian social settings that you can avail yourself of to try and hopefully meet someone you can in this, a relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. And in this pandemic where, you know, physical distancing and all of that, mm-hmm. you know, going online seems even more feasible. Right. Another thing to um, um, Pastor Tashi, uh, it is traditional that the man must make the first approach to the, the woman. When you say, based on what's happening nowadays, some man's shy, you know. So sometimes the women have to take the lead because man might say a lady that him um, is, is attracted to physically, intellectually, spiritually, and but I'm kind of shy. I'm think so she might like him. So you know, I'm going to move the next thing the lady go put, let him down not so gently, damages fragile ego. Right. So so sometimes ladies have to be. If you see a young man or not so young man that you think uh, you're attracted to physically, spiritually, you think you might like, you want to get to know him better. I don't see anything wrong in this day and age for you to approach the man. Really, Yeah. So you're saying that the woman should, what should she, what does that look like? Should she walk over to him and say, hey, you know, I, I, I like you. No, you can just simply go over and say, um, uh, let me see, you know, put a, me at my charming best. Uh, you could just walk over and um, say, hey, may I ask your name? So you think a man would interpret that as being interested? Oh, could well, if, well. Well, let me male, tell you. If a girl, um, I'm um, admiring, come across and ask me my age, my name. I would say that as um, at least as an icebreaker, we can start um, a conversation oh. there. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Well, all right. I, that's that's fine. Um, but I, I mean, I have seen men who I'm interested in and I go over and introduce myself and uh, nothing became of it. I guess he wasn't interested. Well, that's, that's one way of um, looking at it because you must, we must recognize that it, um, this thing has to be mutual enough. So, all right. So you're saying the woman should not be afraid to go over and introduce herself and start up a conversation. No. All right. If you, you say, all right, you have some men in there. The man might be looking at you and I'm interested in you. I'm like you still, but because they're shy and worse because you're a pastor and him, him and a pastor and him, I think, sir, they're not really fully up to your standard in his army by in his estimation. So I'm not going to make the move. I don't want to be rejected. Nobody likes to be rejected. But when you make the move now, that's encouragement for him now. So... All is take the guesswork out of it, you would say. Yes, all right, all his uncertainties have now um, been cleared up, and him can start the courting um, the way that you, you're accustomed to. You might that might be an unpopular position to take, but we respect it. I see someone <laughs> in the studio saying that uh, the man should man up, take the bull by the horns, and make his move. 
he needs to put aside this ego and tell the lady that he's interested. Well, and I'm and I'm happy that Lady Renee said he should, and I agree that he should. But what if but he's maybe not? Maybe he won't. Okay. <laughs> right. Yes. All right. So that that is that is a fact. So we need to we need to we need to bear that in mind. I I saw Lady. another comment that was made in the chat that I want to. About online dating. Yeah, I Lady Ren says she's not doing that. Right. Lady Ren says she doesn't like the idea of online dating because God will provide in time. Well, true. God will provide in time. And and some persons do not like the idea. And, and that is fine. I remember some years ago listening to the testimony of a woman who introduced herself as being 54 years old, never been married, never been in a relationship. And she said she's praying and waiting on the Lord because just in, you know, waiting on the right time. 54, 54. Now, we have known in our Jamaican context of Christian women getting married at 58 and 60 something. And if that is the Lord's will for you, that is the Lord's will for you. Right. Mm -hmm. I think the fact of the matter is, uh, you know, meeting people and getting out there, you know, being in a social setting is uh, it, it has its benefits because every every connection you make, for want of a better word, mm -hmm. is an opportunity to learn about other people and learn about your own self. True. And I think the more persons you meet and engage with, engage in conversation with, it doesn't mean that you're going to start dating. It doesn't mean that you will go out with them. But just the just the the initial stages of meeting with someone and 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 you know talking through different ideas and thoughts and so on, it it opens up so many um, opportunities or doors of opportunity for you to learn about how other people think and you can you know in your own mind say you know i really like this about that person i think this is something i would want in a potential partner or i don't like this or you might learn something about yourself and think well okay help me know holy spirit i needed to help me work on this because you know i realized that i am this way when i am right. in conversation or so so there are another, benefits another side to being um sociable and friendly is that if i find that when if you're sociable and friendly you tend to attract um more people towards you because uh people tend to gravitate towards people that they think are easy to talk to uh you know they if you if you exude an aura of um uh you know just standoffish and stuff like that the people won't draw close, or very few people will draw close to you. So if you exude friendly, a friendly exterior, then the possibility possibilities are greater that more people will be inclined to approach you, engage in a conversation, and that increases the the prospects for um for you to right develop right. some sort of relationship with somebody. But um, I want to respond to um Lady Renee comment Renee's comment about the shy thing a lot of men are shy only it's just the shyness sometimes it's only for the initial approach you know and that is um, that is mainly because of the fear of being rejected 
But once they get over that first uh, hurdle, them they will take it from there because them confidence increased now because them know that well she she like me to she never she never push me off. Because a lot of times it's, it's self-doubt why shyness stems from self-doubt. So once you get a response that, you know, it's, it's confidence building, then, yeah, you can take it from there. Yes, and I, I don't mind that at all. Right. I, I, I like a shy guy. <laughs> it, it has I want to... Also. I'm shy with you, might be shy with other women to say not for too much about him or other women. Amen. Let us close <laughs> off this conversation by talking about what are some other advice. I want to give advice to single people while you wait. All right. Okay. Now, first thing I want to say is keep hope alive, ladies and gentlemen. Keep hope alive. You are desirous of marriage. You are desirous of companionship. That is normal. That is okay. It doesn't matter your age. You know, but make sure that you are praying about it now and that you are being practical about it as well. There are some things in this life. So, for example, the Lord will wake me up in the mornings, you know, give me another opportunity to be in the land of the living another day and so on. But mm -hmm. the Lord is not going to brush my teeth for me because and bathe me and, and put on my clothes because he has given me the ability to do that for myself. So whatever you can do for yourself, the Lord will not do for you. We do what we can do and the Lord will do what we can't do. Amen. And therefore, you know, as I talk about singles and the advice I want to give one, I would say, keep hope alive. The second thing is as a single person, I find that interpersonal and intrapersonal skills, they are very important. And sometimes we think we are ready for a relationship, but then when we get in one, there are so many things going on that will affect the growth and health of the relationship. So in other words, what I'm saying is there are some things that will keep a relationship going. There are some things that you can work on bringing to the table that will, that will be beneficial to a relationship. For example, the way in which you relate to other people, your communication skills, for example. Do you shut down? How do you deal with conflict? Mm -hmm. Do you shut down? Do you avoid you know, do you throw tantrums? Do you get physical? What are some of those issues? Do you have anger issues? Are there other concerns that are in your own personal life that you know that if something triggers it, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be negative in its impact on the relationship? Those are things you should be working on at this right. time. And then also it is important to be, work on your relationship with the Lord as well. Get closer to Jesus Christ and, you know, get involved in ministry, get involved in church, embrace opportunities where you get to minister alongside people that you don't even know, you know, just so that you can meet others and that kind of thing. So, you know, I, I, I encourage our single uh, Christians to, spend this time being single with the Lord because when you are no longer single, the time you would want to, you know, 
to you you will have less time your time is going to be more divided so let right. me say it that way in terms of your own financial uh status are you stable it doesn't mean you don't have to be rich but how are you managing are you managing your finances well as a single person now is the time to do that don't sit down ladies or even gentlemen don't sit down and hope that you're going to find somebody who is rich and will redeem you out of your whatever your financial state is. It might not happen that way. And even if a person is rich, if we do not have good spending habits, good money management habits, if we're not good stewards over the litter that we have, you will be the same way when you have much and it will not last so now is the time when you are to be developing, you know, the 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 the, the right kind of attitude because any research that you look at will tell you that money is among the top 10 or issues connected to money, conflict with money is among the top 10 things that causes divorce and problems in relationships. So your mm -hmm. attitude towards money is very important. Now is the time to work on that. Have you been wanting to go back to school? Don't wait till you get married and you have children in the mix to think about going to school. Think about that now. How many, how many marriage books have you read? How many articles have you read? You're desirous of marriage. How are you investing in your own self? What kind of wife are you planning to be? What kind of husband are you planning to be? Now is the time to work on those things. Ladies, if you have a lot of money and you think that you're going to get somebody to come and cook for you and your husband, well, in this COVID time when nobody can come in the house anymore because you have to be protective of your space and so on, you should be able to cook a little one meal, work on that. Work on how ca can you take care of your house, take care of you know those things that would cause you to survive and so on, domesticated stuff. Work on those things. Work on those things. Now is the time to, 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 to do that. And finally, I want to say, enjoy your single days enjoy enjoy call some friends video call chat laugh get to know people meet people if you know somebody who is single and you know somebody who is single well you might not be matching them up but let you know introduce them create a space do something have a link up where you go out eat at a restaurant have an ice cream night out or something just yeah. enjoy your time as a single person, you know, and be preoccupied. And another thing, finally, I want to say, I don't know if Wayne has any, any advice that he wants to give, but another thing I want to say, sometimes as single people, there are some serious struggles that if taken into marriage, it will become a problem. So right. do you struggle with pornography? Do you struggle with, you know, um, any form of lust, fornication, you know, any sexuality? And it doesn't have to be that either. It can be gambling, you know, you, you make bad investments, you're impulsive, or maybe you procrastinate a lot. Whatever it is that you think is a struggle for you now, Marriage will not cure it. It will only magnify it. So now is the time to get the help that you need. 
so that when the Lord presents to you Mr. So-and-so or Miss So-and-so, you can be confident in moving forward to say that, hey, based on what the Lord has done in my life, I can add value to this relationship. Look at it as, what am I bringing to the table? What can I add to this relationship? I can add value. And I see Lady Ren saying some persons might be struggling with depression and anxiety and so on. Single people, if you are unhappy, no, based because you are single, because unhappiness can be as a result of anything at all. But if the singleness is what causes you to be unhappy, you have to deal with that. Deal with that now because your future partner might not want to meet you looking like you're not enjoying your own company or yourself or you're just unhappy. You know, you want to be able to come as a person not perfect. You still have whatever it is, but you're growing, you're learning, and where you are now should not be the same place you are next year because you are going to make a commitment now to chart a way forward by doing that which uh, you think you should do. Amen. I agree 100%. Too many times we focus only on the the perceived negative characteristics of being single, and we don't see the the positives. Uh, Being single allows you to do a lot of stuff that you will not be able to do if or when you get married. So utilize the time now to do all of those things, self-improvement, those who want to travel, people who think they have a calling for missionary work, all of those things. Now is the time to do that. Keep occupied. One of the ways for a single person to to um, not become depressed is to be occupied. Yes. So yes. keep occupied. Keep busy. Get involved in some Christian ministries. Uh, develop genuine friendships. You said all of those things to um, uh, Pastor Tashi. Genuine um, friendships with fellow Christians and single Christians and Christians in general. And just basically change your perspective on being what it means to be single focus on the positive aspects and minimize the your focus on the negatives take advantage of all the opportunities that are there because just like how being single has uh some as issues as challenges being married also has some challenges that um things that you wanted to do when you were single or you would have you would you were able to do when you're single when you're married you will not be able to do them for one reason or another. Okay. And okay. All right. In Genesis 2, one last thing. In Genesis 2 and 18, God said it was not good for man to be alone. So more than, unless you have the gift of singleness, so you can go through life being single, more often than not, I think God will have somebody out there waiting for you because it is. it doesn't appear to be his desire for us to go through this life alone. All right. Amen. And just to add that uh, going through this life alone uh, may mean other things other than marriage. All right. I see one comment. The final comment that we look at is, well, Lady, Lady Wren 
says that some persons are too busy, so they can't see the person beside them. Lady Ren, by the way, is single. <laughs> no, that's a true so comment. If you're, still if you're listening, what mm. was that, Wayne? I'm saying that's a true comment still. Sometimes we're too we're busy looking for the right person. When the person all along is right in front of us or right beside us, as our Lady Ren is um, saying. All so right. Sometimes, so sometimes so we have to pray. It. We have to pray that the Lord will open our eyes. Yeah, so that we can see skills. all that is there and give the us skills. the wisdom to know. Yeah. One last comment here that uh, uh, someone made. I think this is success. He says that uh, in conversation with the, with, with the persons that we're meeting as singles, don't be too holy to ask every possible question, he says. Because there are some single Christians who shy away from some topics. And that is true too. So with that said, one last advice I would give, and I we could spend so long here, to single Christians is know what you want. You have to know exactly what you want or desire in another person. There should be some non-negotiable qualities Yes. And then there should be some negotiable qualities, mm -hmm. right? And what the first non-negotiable should be as a Christian, that the other person is also a Christian. And it is not just believing in God, going to church, or talking about God. That doesn't, that is, a lot of people are doing that. You have to get deeper than that. But that, my friends, would be for another episode because we are really out of time. The orange juice has been completed. <laughs> and well, that's, why I, that's why I drink water. <laughs> All right. Bye. That's our talk for today. I wish we had more time, even though we did take some more time. Thanks to my co-host, Wayne, for stopping by. I trust that you have been blessed. If you want to be on the Rev TC Views mailing list, please send us an email at revtcviews, revtcviews at gmail.com. You'll be kept in the know for all the live shows and other events that are coming up. You can also follow the Rev TC Views podcast so you will get notifications whenever there's a new episode. Thank you so much for keeping me company. See you next week, same time, same place, as we continue to talk about relationships. I'm your host, Reverend Tashi Campbell. 